bad day everyone sorry good day everyone uh i felt like a bad day because the yankees lost and it was frustrating uh we lost by four runs so that's gonna happen and we definitely made some mistakes we had some missed opportunities uh some of the game was a little bit frustrating the officiating was definitely frustrating on a few uh few key at bats but we'll live with it. We're back down below 500. We're five and six. Um, but thank you for joining us. We're gonna try to stay positive and look towards the future. Uh, this is the Yankees Death Star Podcast. And I'm here with Dave. Dave, how are you doing? Man, I, you know, as, as bad as this game was, I'm doing all right. I hate losing. I hate watching losses like this. Um, and we just could not get it going from our bullpen or our pitcher today. Um, and that's Tyon, who pitched on the mound today. But let's just get into what we're going to talk about on this episode. We're going to run down the game. We're going to make sure you guys understand what happened during the game. Uh, it's probably going to be pretty quick the few, uh, first few innings because nothing really good happened. Um, but we had a couple guys that played really, really well. Hicks had an amazing game, the best game of the season so far. That was awesome to see. We're really big and stoked about talking about that. Um, Tyon had a, a shaky game, uh, but our, our bullpen had a shaky game as well. So this is something that we're going to have to see get better, get improved, and see what happens. And then we're going to talk about what's um, our game and matchup tomorrow very quickly. Um, we play against uh, the Blue Jays yet again, uh, and we're going to get into that. And last but not least, we're going to have our first very own segment called the death storm it's where we talk <laughs> shit about things that we hate that we saw during the, the season the year the, today tomorrow whatever it is i love it we're going to take um some time to let you know what we think and what's on our mind let's go ahead and start off with the first inning uh this inning right here i i kind of got excited about because the very first uh at bat was lemayhu and matt and i've talked about maybe this will be the game that he gets out of that slump uh, and he steps up, and he reached on an infield single to third. This was a really big opportunity for him. He saw a changeup um, at 81 miles an hour and was able to get on base. Unfortunately, uh, Stanton was the next person up, and he grounded out into a double play. Again, that's number 12 on the season of double plays. That's not how we wanted to start. Judge struck out looking, and that was that. Going into the bottom of the first, we're still down, or it's still 0-0, and uh, Tyon gets 1-2-3. All guys, they get out really, really quickly here. All three ground outs, or uh, I'm sorry, Bichette had a fly out. Everybody else is ground out. So this is a really good do job in the first inning by uh, Tyon to get it there. Going into the second, we are tied 0-0. Top of the third, Gary Sanchez. I'm sorry, top of the second. Yeah, Gary, Gary leads off with a strikeout, and then uh, Aaron Hicks comes behind him with a strikeout, and Odor comes in to change things up with a strikeout. So three up, three down. Good job by the Jays there. Um, bottom of the second, we got Randall Grichik, who singled. Guy's pretty dangerous. Uh, never like to see him at the plate. He gets a single. Uh, Captain Biggio strikes out. Goriel gets hit by a pitch, uh, which was kind of close. He did get hit. Um, it was a little bit unfortunate. Uh, not It didn't really go completely towards him, but he got hit. And then uh, 
Rowdy Telez on three pitches strikes out. So two on and two out for Danny Jansen. He gets a walk, bases loaded. And I'm trying to remember, I think it was the Jansen at bat that really frustrated me because they called a ball. Um, I think that it should have been two strikes. They called... Uh, yes, it was, the, it was the fourth pitch, and it was a ball, and it was a top of the zone. It was way outside. Yeah, and they called it, or uh, it was inside, and they called it a ball. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So you never know if that's actually the cause of something, but it certainly doesn't help. So uh, Palacio ends up coming up, gets a single, um, which scores Grichik and Gurriel Jr. Uh, Danny Jansen's at third, so I think they got uh, Palacio on one on first and Jansen on third for Marcus Simeon, who pops out. So uh, they had, end the inning. It could have been worse, but they do allow two runs to score. So we're down two to nothing going into third. All right. So going into the third, like Matt said, two down, two nothing. Uh, the first, uh, we get three up, three down. This is not good for the Yankees here. Um, Ryu gets uh, Urshela off, off of two pitches to ground out to second. Frazier off of two pitches, ground out to first. And Bruce off of four pitches to fly out uh, to center. Man, this was rough because he only pitched eight pitches in the third yeah. inning. That's not what you want to do, especially with the bats that we have. That is not okay with me. That's not okay with anybody. All right, so going into the bottom of the third, uh, they were able to get uh, um, Bichette reached on an infield single um, to second. And Bichette at second on a throwing error because Urshela threw it. And it was just one of those ones that went right into the dugout. Nothing you can really do about that. Uh, at least he only was able to get uh, an extra base on that. Uh, Guerrero singled two, shallow left, Bichette to third. And then this is where they are able to pick up their run right here. Grichik um, hits a sacrifice fly. Bichette scored. And I believe this is the one that Judge uh, fielded. Uh, he just did a really good job throwing that one, um, trying to get him out. Obviously, there's not much you can do when you have a fast guy on the bases. Um, and then we're able to get the next two guys, uh, two of the next three guys to get out. That's a really good job to get out of that inning with only giving up one run. Now we're down three to nothing going into the fourth. Yep. And we got DJ LeMahieu back at bat, uh, hoping to turn his season around. Uh, does not at this at bat gets called out on strikes. Uh, Stanton flies out, judge grounds out. So three up, three down once again in the fourth for the Yankees batters. Bottom of the fourth, uh, Danny Jansen gets called out on strikes. Palacios flies out, but then uh, they score another run on a Marcus Simeon home run. Uh, it was a solo, so could have been worse, I suppose, but that, that puts them up four to nothing against us. Then next guy up, Bo Bichette gets a double. So we got one on and two out. They uh, have a mound visit, and then there's a uh, uh, tie-on, throws a wild pitch, um, and then uh, Bichette moves to third. They tried to throw him out and tag him. Initially, they called him out trying to steal third, but then they reviewed it, and he got to the base. So uh, he successfully steals third, but there's one out. Um, and then Vladimir Guerrero doubles, which scores Bichette, and... It kind of rendered the last steal moot. Obviously, if he got out, that would have ended the inning. But if he hadn't stolen it at all, he still would have scored here with Guerrero getting a double. 
so they score uh, twice in this inning, and then they uh, the Yankees replace Tyon with Lutke, uh, who comes in and gets Randall Gritchick to pop out. So that's the end of Jamison Tyon's day. Uh, I feel bad for him because he had a little bit of bad luck. He, I didn't think he looked really bad at all. He looked pretty solid. There was uh, a couple mistakes and a couple bad calls that piled up, and the Jays are good enough to take advantage of those situations. So, going into the fifth, we are down five to nothing. Yeah, and Ryu keeps on pitching with dominance. Uh, Sanchez grounds out to third. Hicks singles to left. Great job by Hicks. He get his gets his bat alive here. But the very next person, Odor, grounds into a double play. That is number 13 of the season. Not a good way to be starting this season. Going into the bottom of the fifth, we are down 5-0. Uh, this is where uh, they're able to tack on another run in this inning. Lugit uh, pitching for New York. Uh, Biggio struck out swinging. Grail struck out swinging. And then Telez, or what's his name, Matt? How do you say it? Rowdy Telez. Telez, yeah. Telez, homer to right center, 409 feet, just a bomb, uh, followed by Jansen uh, striking out. So uh, this was a, just a mistake pitch right here. I felt like he, he could have done a better job. Um, he gave him all three four-seam fastballs. One was way out, was called a ball, uh, and the next two were really close to each other placement-wise. Same exact pitch, really. He, again, I don't think his placement was right on. I think he was trying to go lower in the zone, and he just messed this pitch up which cost him a home run. Um, you can't do that against the Blue Jays. Um, but he was able to bounce back and get um, Jansen to strike out. So going into the bottom or going into the top of the six, we were down six to nothing. That's right. Um, I'll go ahead and run down. I didn't mention it in the beginning, but um, I'll go ahead and run down since we had a little bit of a different configuration in the field. Uh, today we started Clint Frazier in left field, Hicks in center, and Judge in right, which is perfectly normal. Um, but instead of having Urshela at third, we had DJ LeMahieu at third. Urshela played shortstop, um, and Gleyber Torres did not start the game. Uh, Urshela started at shortstop instead, and then we had Odor at second base, as usual, and Bruce. So the main change was LeMahieu um, being at third and Urshela being at shortstop. So that uh that affected it a little bit i think they did fine there was one play that looked like uh lemayhu was kind of uh actually i think there was one play for each that made you kind of think ah oh, they're not really used to this position exactly but they're both really good defenders so they did the job just fine uh but i thought i'd mention that since it was a little bit different so uh yeah exactly we we're down six to nothing in the sixth inning urshela First guy up for us, strikes out. Frazier strikes out. Jay Bruce gets a double. LeMay, he works a walk. Uh, but then Stanton grounds out to end our inning. Bottom of the sixth. We had Louis Sessa come in to replace Lucas Lutke. Um, he gets Palacios to strike out, Simeon to strike out, and Bichette to line up. So three up, three down for Sessa. He came in and looked pretty sharp. All right, so going into the top of the seventh, we were down six to nothing. Judge grounded out to second. Sanchez safe at first on a throwing error from third baseman uh, Craig Biggio. This is something that we didn't want to see. Uh, wait, Craig Biggio, ha, that's funny. That's but his daddy. But this is something that you don't, that's his daddy, but this is something you don't see Biggio do very often. 
Uh, but again, this is something that does happen and we just were able to benefit from this. So Sanchez was um, um, safe at first and the next player up was Hicks. Hicks doubled to left. Sanchez was able to get to third. Now, um, I want to throw this out there real quickly because it's something it's it's important to talk about is there was an opportunity I felt like uh, Sanchez may have been able uh, to get um, to home plate, but the reality is is that Sanchez is still working on his ability to um, uh, his ability to run the bases, and it ended up costing us uh, definitely at least one run later in the game. We'll talk about. Um, but Phelps pitching for Toronto uh, comes in because Ordor um, grounded out to second. Sanchez was able to score and Hicks was able to get to third. So Phelps comes in the game on the very first pitch. Urshela lined out to center. That's just shitty the way that goes sometimes, but it is what it is. Bottom of the seventh. Yankees are down 6 nothing. Sessa comes in. Uh, we walked the first um, um, batter. Gritchick popped out to shortstop. Abigio single to right. Uh, now they have uh, runners at first and second, and Grillona um, Jr. grounded into a fielder's choice to third. Biggio was out at second. Now we have runners at the corner, and we were able to get the next batter to fly out. So going into the bo- um, top of the eighth, the Yankees were down 6-1. to one. That's right. This is where we want to get something going. Um, we're still down five, but we have a couple innings to try to come back. First guy up is Clint Frazier. He gets a single. Good start. Um, and then they replace their pitcher. I guess their, I think their pitcher had uh, pulled something and didn't feel great, so they replaced him with uh, David Phelps. So we got one on, no out for Jay Bruce. He gets called out on strikes. Uh, has an okay at bat, but doesn't get anything out of it. Uh, then DJ LeMahieu is up with one on, one out. He gets a double. Um, moves Clint Frazier to third. We got runners in scoring, two runners in scoring position for Stanton with just one out. And, and he gets a single. He scores Clint Frazier and DJ LeMahieu. So that cuts the lead down significantly. We're down, uh, what is it, six to three at this point. Um, Aaron Judge flies out. Gary Sanchez walks on four straight pitches. And then... Um, and then uh, they replaced their pitcher again twice in the same inning. So Romano's in. Next up, we got Aaron Hicks. Uh, well, he's at bat. We have Sanchez and Stanton both doing a double steal attempt. Stanton makes it to third, but Sanchez gets caught stealing at second base. So uh, that ends the inning. We got uh, we already had two outs. So it was a it was kind of a necessary effort because we were down three runs and we were trying to be aggressive. Didn't work out. Uh, Sanchez isn't super fast. So, but uh, I don't hate the call. We got to try to do something when we're down by three going into the last inning of the game. So bottom of the eighth, we're still down six to three. Jan- Danny Jansen grounds out. Palacios walks. Simeon walks. So they have two on and only one out. Um, there was a wild pitch by Abreu. Oh, that, yeah, Abreu started this inning. Sorry. Uh, he looked, he didn't look quite as good as he did in his first start. He still showed some stuff. Um, he throws a wild pitch, which allows the runners to advance. So they've got second and third with one out. Uh, Bo Bichette flies to right field, but it's deep enough to score, 
uh, Palacios from third. So it's a sacrifice fly. They got us. They got a run, uh, and now they've got uh, now they've got two outs for Vladimir Guerrero, who gets called out um, on strikes, three straight pitches. So they score another run, a little bit of padding for themselves. They're up four going into the ninth inning. All right. And honestly, we'll just, instead of dragging this out any further than it needs to be, uh, we've got Hicks single to center, gives us an opportunity, but the very next batter or door grounds into a double play. That gives us 14 for the year. Urshela grounded out to shortstop to end the game. So that was the end of the game. It was not pretty towards the end. It's not something you want to see, but again, it's something that happens and there's not much you can do about it except for moving on. Let's go ahead and get into what we would like to talk about, um, our new segment, what we're going to call the death storm. Uh, this is uh, kind of like one of those moments where we take what we've seen in the rest of the MLB and things that we don't like. When We're just going to take as much shit and pile it on as possible. And this is the moment that the death storm uh, came about. And this is going to be our first death storm segment. So Matt, what do we got for us today? Yeah, this is kind of like uh, letting out poison like they used to do in the 1800s. Uh, they thought your blood was poison, so they'd put leeches on you. Uh, like we've said before, we really want to stay positive. Uh, we want to look for the possibilities and to the future instead of uh, faults that we have in the past. But every once in a while, you got to let some stuff out. And right now, it's about the officiating. The umpire in this game was terrible and not only that but as I was watching the game I see some headlines uh, pop up on my phone and apparently Joe West who is a uh, I believe he's retired uh, he was a prominent umpire for a very long time they used to give him the um, the premier games like the World Series and stuff to officiate behind the plate and I don't know if any of you listening know Joey Crawford from the NBA. He liked to make everything about himself instead of just making the right call. And Joe West was the same way. Uh, it seemed like he was a bitter man that uh, wished that he could play baseball and make as much money as the other guys, but he couldn't. So he tried to exert his authority in other ways uh, as an umpire. And somebody on another podcast who's actually a former catcher Paul DeLuca um, who I vaguely know I know the name uh, I don't remember who he played for but apparently now he does a podcast he kind of went off on Joe West uh, a while ago and claimed that Joe West had thrown him out uh, ejected him from a bunch of games turns out that it only happened once so he uh, got brought to court by Joe West and Joe West today uh, or today or yesterday was awarded a half a million dollars for defamation because supposedly because they take things like this into consideration when going into the umpire hall of fame um he's gonna get in regardless he's a prominent figure um it's all in a an incestuous organization who has a lot of power and they wield that power over major league baseball uh the commissioners of baseball have not been strong enough they've been more worried about putting trying to put the players in place um, than they have about keeping umpires honest and keeping them uh, to do their jobs rather than uh, assert themselves in the game and make the game about them so joe west is basically the epitome of that we're not going to say any specifics because joe west might sue us but 
I've watched Joe West officiate a lot of games, and let me tell you right now, the dude sucks. He makes the game about himself, or he did. Um, he got emotional. He would tell people he's calling strikes on the next pitch even before they came, which is bullshit. And he would throw people out for nothing. He would stare people down, just waiting for them to do something. He was an instigator on the field as a non-participant or supposedly a non-participant. So um, the fact that that judgment just came down and he got a half a million dollars for for uh, a technicality when really DeLuca was telling the truth about the type of person that Joe West was. Um, nobody liked Joe West. He wasn't a good umpire. I don't know where he, how he got where he was, um, but he sucks. So that's our opinion. We're not going to give any specifics. Joe West, you can't sue us, but you suck. And we're glad you're no longer officiating Major League Baseball games. And I know you're getting going to get into the Umpire Hall of Fame, but guess what? Nobody gives a shit about that because you're just stupid umpires. So, all right. That's all I'm going to say. I'm going to stop. The, uh, the umpire today was not very good. He called some bad stuff uh, on both sides. There were some key moments um, that he gave uh, Tyon in particular before they scored any runs in the second inning. Uh, one guy got on when possibly if there was a right call. It wasn't a third strike, but it would have been a second strike um, that he called a ball, and he ended up walking, which kind of instigated their run. So it's a little bit frustrating, and then watching that at the same time, I'm uh, seeing alerts on my phone that Joe West gets half a million dollars for someone saying he's a shitty umpire when everyone knows that he was, uh, was pretty frustrating. So now the, the Yankees have a losing record. We're five and six. We do have one more game against the Rays tomorrow. What's up, Dave? Man, I just want to throw this out here about Joe West through two man is that this this game just reminded me of a game that we've had against um, the Blue Jays before. In 2019, we played against them uh, September 20th, if I recall. Um, and umpire um, auditor, they're really good at calling things out. Mm -hmm. And this is what they wrote out on the tweet that day. It said, umpire Joe West blew 16 calls on the night, but none were worse than the significant uh, than the this one to Brett Gardner it missed the zone by five and a half inches or 5.23 inches uh, against the Blue Jays um, I still remember that call uh, Gardner went fucking off I mean and this is why I get really frustrated when I see um, umpires that are doing a really bad job at their job uh, it gets frustrating because they they impact the game in such a negative way and that's something that we saw with Joe West over and over again, he impacted the game in a negative way. You can say uh, he was a decent umpire at certain times of his life, but if you take when it, he was young and when he could still see. Yes, and then what I think this, you know, I, I've I've seen this on ESPN before. I've seen this on other um um and at other magazines and articles all over the internet about this. But uh, Joe West, uh, multiple times in his career, I believe, was voted worst, uh, one of three worst yep. umpires. Um, in the league, if it wasn't for um, Angel um, uh, Hernandez and C.J. Buckner, uh, he would be in a league of his own. I yeah. mean, there would be nobody even close to what uh, uh, West was over his career. So the fact is, is that uh, Joe West, uh, Angel Hernandez, and C um, C.B., they're all the worst umpires I have ever seen. Um, of course, they have been umpiring since I've been a little kid. 
Uh, so I don't have, as far as uh, history goes, I don't have very much uh, history. I remember a couple of really bad umpires in the 90s, uh, but Joe West impacts the game in such a negative way. There's, it's impossible not to call him uh, one of the worst uh, umpires in the last couple of decades. Yeah, man, he takes the cake. Uh, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, for the most part, I'm pretty pro-union. I believe that workers should join together to make sure that they're treated right. Um, and have rights that human beings should have. But when it comes to the umpires in Major League Baseball, uh, whoever the commissioner of baseball is has always been weak. They're, uh, the players' union is much stronger, but uh, they're more worried about battling the MLB as, uh, as an institution than they are about uh, fighting the umpires' union. And the union basically doesn't allow for any kind of correction. Like, um, they decide who they want to, to uh, officiate games. They decide who gets to be umpires. And there's no judgment. There's no accountability for these guys. It's messed up. I hope that once the current deal runs out, um, I don't think it's going to be Manfred because he doesn't have a spine. It might need to be the next guy. But at some point, people need to step up and say, this is not okay. It's ruining the integrity of the game. The umpires need to be held accountable. Um, the guy today, I don't even know his name, and frankly, I don't care, but he sucked. Uh, DJ LeMayhew is one of the most mild-mannered guys you'll ever see, and he he basically blew up at the guy on a third-strike call that should have been a ball. It was it was really low, and he let the umpire have it, and that's, that's not DJ LeMayhew. Uh, he's probably frustrated at himself because he hasn't had a great year so far, but then to get... Uh, to get screwed out of something like that because the umpire makes wrong calls that's just frustrating it brings the whole team's mentality down so let's hope um that's uh few and far between uh, instances like this um i'm not going to blame the loss on the umpires because we lost by four runs and i don't think um the umpires gave four runs to the jays so there's things that we need to do to fix for sure but uh yeah, I like this segment. Uh, Dave started it absentmindedly the other day by calling the podcast <laughs> The Death Storm. But now it's a segment, and I like it. When we want to vent, what's well, going to be The Death Storm? Uh, yeah, exactly. So be ready. <laughs> Hell yeah, man. I thought it was funny when I said on accident, and then I kind of wrote it down on my notepad for today, is if there was ever a time to talk trash, we'd just call it The Death Storm. And Man, uh, this Joe West one was a perfect opportunity for yep. that. So, man, again, we are excited about tomorrow night. Uh, Corey Kluber is on the mound for us. Uh, he had eight Ks his last start. This is really good job. Um, I'm sorry. He got um, – it was only lasted two and um, in one-thirds innings his last start. Uh, that wasn't necessarily good, but he has eight Ks on the season. He's 0-1 with a 5.6 ERA. Uh, I do expect that to you know go down as he continues to get used to pitching again in the majors. Uh, he'll be going up against Ross um, Stripling. Uh, they uh, Ross Stripling is 0-1, 10 Ks with a 7.56 ERA. Uh, these guys uh, obviously are not the aces of the staff or either team, uh, but it will be fun to be able to watch how both teams play tomorrow night and or tomorrow afternoon. That's 107 Eastern time. Um, it will be exciting to see. Yeah, Stripling, uh, along with Robbie Ray, was injured to start the season. Um, I believe the two of them were kind of slated to be the first two guys, but uh, 
even with the injuries to Stripling and Ray, Ryu has been great, especially today. You got to give him credit. He shut us down. He was on point. He's a really good pitcher. Um, Ross Stripling ha has a 0-3 and three record lifetime against the Yankees, so he's going to be looking to change that. He's only, he's made, he might have made two starts, I can't remember, but he didn't start during the first rotation because of injury. So it'll be a good game. Kluber's going to be looking for um, an outing where he can go longer than his last start. I'm sure he's frustrated getting pulled in the third inning. And then uh, Stripling surely uh, wants to get his first win against the Yankees. So it'll be a good matchup. Both of these guys are, are solid pitchers. And it'll be fun to watch. And we don't have to wait that long because it's going to be at 107 Eastern time, as Dave said. So we're looking forward to it. And uh, yeah, we'll be, uh, we'll be here to talk about it right after. All right, see you guys tomorrow. Thanks for joining us on the Yankees Death Star podcast. My name is Dave, this is Matt, and we'll be back tomorrow after the game. Uh, it'll probably be afternoon before we get the next podcast out, but we will get it out to you guys very quickly. So thank you for listening to the Yankees Death Star.